0: You're listening to Erica Latrice on the air. Your one-stop shop for inspiration. Visit us online at www.terriculatrice.com. Embody the movement. Empower your life. Now, here is your host, Erica. Hello and welcome. I'm Erica Latrice and this is the Erica Latrice Show on the air. Your one-stop shop for inspiration. I am very excited. and motivated by our guest today and you will be too she is doing quite a few things that you're about to learn about but before we get into that I just want to share with you a little a little bit of background about her she is coined as um, helping you where unbreakable confidence is created so unbreakable confidence if you are having trouble stepping out being bold and and really just capturing those things that you've been called to do. She's the I'm Possible life coach, so you're gonna get all that taken care of. (laughs) On today's show, she is a newly published author. She is an entrepreneur, a speaker, just an absolute powerhouse and a well-seasoned professional. She shared platforms with celebrities, local officials, community-based projects, and so many things that just fall in line with her passion and her, her zeal to just encourage and motivate and inspire others. So I am so excited to have with me Tasha Nicole, who is here on the show today. How are you doing, Tashay?
1: Hi, everyone. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I am excited about um, this, uh, this interview or this talk. I'm really excited about it. And um, I'm just, I'm good. I'm glad. I'm honored to be here.
0: Yes. Well, I'm, I'm honored to have you Um So, we have a challenge going on right now, and I've been addressing this challenge in each episode. We're doing the doppelganger challenge, where basically people have been mistaken for someone else, celebrity lookalikes, and all that. Do you have anyone that people constantly uh, say you look like or that they've mistaken you for before?
1: Um, I cannot think of her name. She has a talk show out, the, um, Kelly Clarkson is who they think that I am, and I said, well, I'm a little darker, <laughs> <Kelly> with Clarkson. <laughs> but that's who they think I look like is Kelly Clarkson. Now, honestly, you can cut Kelly Clarkson and um, the girl that uh, plays Charity on greenleaf That's what I get all the time. People call me Charity. Uh, that baby. is so cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. That is so funny. I've been sharing who people always compare me to, but this is another one that I got. It was one time, and I think it was just how I had my hairstyle. Um someone said that I look like Whitney Houston and at that time it was like so you just never know you want to like look into it because when people tell you you look like someone it just kind of throws them off and I share this too it's fun on the show because it makes people want to go to your website so they're like okay Kelly Clarkson and and Charity on Greenleaf okay so (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to tell you guys how you can go check into that Um, but I'm ready to jump in so I know I did quite a bit introducing you but let us know how did you get started how did you become the impossible life coach
1: um well I actually started with the um impossible life coaching honestly being that I am um by trade and career a licensed cosmetologist I've been licensed cosmetologist since I was probably about 17 years old so I won't tell my my age now but (laughs) Um, I've been licensed since I was seventeen, so I've been pretty much life coaching because I've been, of course, a hairstylist. You know, you talk to a lot of people, you handle um, a lot of, you're over a lot of people's heads, so they uh, tend to tell you um, their business, and you tend to give them advice. And it was even crazy because even at a young age, I was talking to adults about their adult business and giving them advice, and so they just enjoyed sitting in my chair and being able to get that. So I've always been doing that, but. It got to a point where I was a single mother, um, being a single mom and all of that. I just wanted to um, be able to give people what it is that I feel like I should have known or things that I would have loved to have learned. And so I just began to use that as an opportunity to pour into people and give them what it is. I always say I want to be for other people what it is that I needed. So that's kind of where I kind of um, went into that. But then, I don't know, the word impossible just kept popping up, popping up, popping up. And I was like, no, we need to change that to some positivity. So I took it and made it into I'm Possible. Thus, we have I'm Possible Life Coaching. And it's um, a coaching, I guess you could say firm, that um, I started um, with myself and a family member, my cousin, And um, we do that together. And... um, so she is, you know, um, coined um, the, uh, uh, she has her little coin or whatever, and then I'm coined the makeover, the makeover coach. So we have our own little um, things where we are coined, but we have, we're up under the umbrella of our Possible Life Coach.
0: Wow. So here's the thing. Uh, I, I feel like it's always so unique seeing what it is that has shaped us to get to a place where we are passionate about helping someone else, passionate about pouring into someone else. So my question to you is, what would you say the biggest obstacle has been that you faced and it created that moment where you knew, you know what, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm not playing small. I'm not going to tiptoe anymore. This is what I'm doing. What was that moment for you? When I had to encourage someone
1: um, in the area where I was still going through myself. Um, I think that was one of the moments where I realized, like, this is really where I'm supposed to be. Like, this is my purpose because a lot of times in my encouraging other people in that specific area of my life where I was still um, torn or, you know, working through, I was able to give them the steps that was helping me to be strong and to stay motivated and to stay um, ahead of the game and to not want to quit. So I think that was, for me, one of the aha moments that said, like, yeah, I know I, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to be doing um, as a life coach, as the makeover coach, And, and this is where I'm supposed to um, pour my energy into.
0: I I think that's so powerful. And one of the things that you've done, those of you who may be listening, you may or may not be aware of um, Amplify Her, the organization that I have. We have our Mics and Masterminds. And you selflessly, you, you created, you brought it to South Carolina. You really opened doors for other women. And, and you've been a part of quite a few things. So I want to talk about, there's a couple of things and there I want to dig into your book that you have that's out now. But you, you served as a I might say, mastermind leader for us. You've done the coaching. You are, as you said, your background's in cosmetology. You are out here um, helping people with the business music, makeup artistry, how do you find that balance or what would you say to that person who's a multifaceted and so they feel like they can't, they have to pick one vision and ignore the rest. What's your advice to them?
1: I would say find a way to encompass everything. Um, I ended up being able to coin myself the makeover quote simply because I, in 2016, started a women's conference called the makeover conference and for whatever reason I don't even know I remember it it being given to me as this is what it should be called and I went for it and I didn't understand it then um and I kind of just you know went for it but over time it kind of made sense because I do hair I do makeup I do. I thing, you know, everything is being seen. In the in the motto and mantra for that is to be made over from the inside out. So as I'm talking to people, even though I'm doing their hair and I'm beautifying their outside. I'm still talking to them and encouraging them and making them feel good about themselves on the inside so when they leave, they're not only confident in the way that they look, but they also look, they're confident in the way that they feel. So I would say to someone who multifaceted is to find a way to encompass everything under one umbrella. So for instance, I have, um, I would say, um, like, I guess you could say my umbrella company would be Tasha Nicole, the brand. And under Tasha Nicole's brand, I have my my company Salon Eclipse, which is my hair salon. I have Impossible Life Coaching. I have um, the Makeover Women's Conference, and then of course, I have my artistry as a as a singer songwriter and all of that. Um, and so, all of that is under one umbrella. But even in that, me as a one individual who is over everything, I'm coined the Makeover Coach because. Like you said earlier, it's I'm building unbreakable confidence and I'm encouraging people to be made over from the inside out. I'm encouraging people to remember that I'm possible. I'm encouraging people um, to uh, be, uh, what I say, a glow stick because a glow stick can only serve its purpose when it's broken. So I also, that's one of my hashtags, is to be a glow stick or broken to glow because I consider myself a glow stick and everything that I've gone through, i've been made over from the inside out so thus again i am your makeover coach
0: i love it now every um every interview that i do usually we have like a mic drop moment i've had people kick the mic throw the mic (laughs) right then you just you kicked it with that glow stick analogy i love it because a lot of times we feel like when we've been called to something big it's tempting to think that okay it's you know it's going to be easy now and there's two ways to look at that. There are things that come easy to us and so we feel like it can't be it because it shouldn't be this easy, um, in terms of that gift that God has given you or that insight, that vision, that can come easy. However, the pruning, the digging, the the pouring, the watering, the nurturing, <laughs> none of that. Yeah. None of that is easy. I, so you hit okay. the nail on the head. <laughs>
1: Like you said, the pruning and the digging and all of that, it's always, I always say they, um, they buried me not knowing that I was a seed. And all the dirt that they put on me was actually, and if you, if you visualize that, um, putting dirt on a seed or putting dirt even a, around a plant that's already, like, budded, what that does, that dirt, it, it holds it up. It makes it, firm, it you know, um, it keeps that plant in place so that it can reach for, you know, the sun and, and get what it needs and it's nurturing. But that dirt is nurturing. That dirt is a nourishment, um, um, a nurturing sense for that plant. So all the dirt that's being thrown on you and things that things are being thrown your way, like, you know, take that and it and allow it to be able to nurture you. Um, because a lot of times things are coming at you, things and people are coming at you. They don't know that you're a Go ahead. Please bury me because I need that, that dark space and that, you know, place where I can be able to get everything done. I mean, people say working in silence, but so I can be able to do everything I need to do. Come on. Up under <laughs> <Yes>. that, up <laughs> under that dirt in the dark. But then when it's time for me to sprout out and it's time for me to do it and make that big announcement, listen, I've got all the nourishment and all the nutrients and everything I needed from that dirt that you threw on me. Because guess what? You didn't know I was a seed, boo.
0: Mm. Kick that mic. Kick the mic. So this is something else. This is the analogy that I just got now. Um, For those of you that listen to me quite often, you know that I have a tendency to create the Erica version of most quotes. Um, I try to get very accurate with scripture. However, I sometimes do the Erica version of that if I can't remember where it came from. But there's an analogy that immediately came to mind to me when you said that. Um, and it's the analogy, I want to say that it was a donkey thrown into a hole and they just kept throwing dirt on it. And what they didn't realize is that basically the, the donkey was using the dirt to turn it into a stepping stone to get out. Uh-huh. And so, yes. um, Yeah, and I feel like that's 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 life for us. And we have two decisions where as adversity comes, as challenges come, it's like are we gonna use this to to get buried under it and quit? Or are we gonna use it as our next stepping stone? And you yes, you have used it as a stepping stone. I wanna talk about this stepping stone. (laughs) Silent no more. Silent no more. Um I'm excited to have you pull out and, and share with people what you're doing. I want to as you share with us the book, I want to know, like, what's that one thing? Because I know it's a collection of, like, your life events and life lessons. What would you say that one memorable, maybe it was the hardest lesson you burned uh, that may be explained in the book, but what's that hard lesson that helps you to, to cultivate what you have right now?
1: Wow. Uh, Out of the book, I would say is to learn how... To allow myself not to be in defense all the time. That's the biggest lesson that I learned. It's to not be in defense of myself all of the time because that was something that stemmed not only from my childhood, but also um, ran over and and went into my marriage as well. I felt like I always had to um, defend myself because I felt uncovered or I felt... Um, defenseless or I felt as though I didn't have anybody to have my back so I think that's the main thing is to learn how to allow things to flow and not be on the defense all the time
0: Mm. okay I like that that flexibility and and not apologizing either I think that's a that's a good point because a lot of times we feel like we have to be silent so what does that title mean the silent no more silent no more is
1: basically i i entitled it that simply because i felt as though there are certain things as i had mentioned before that if you look back it's like man i wish i had known that i wish that i would have been taught that um i wish that you know even with me like being as far as having a, a marriage or even being a mom or certain things buying the house i wish that i was actually sat down and Someone walked through certain things with me and even through the, the time of um, certain situations that I was going through to actually sit down and pour that wisdom into me. And so I'm being silent no more because I want to be able to pour the wisdom and knowledge and my life lessons and things that I've learned into other people so that while they're either before they get to them or those places in life, they'll be able to apply it. Um, it, you know, before and then even during, they can apply it and say, you know, I remember reading or I remember talking to Jose and I remember her saying, like this situation happened, and I need to learn how to apply it here. And always tell people, you know, take what you need and leave what you don't. But I'm gonna give you what I have and apply it where it needs to be applied. And I think that's one of the biggest reasons why I I beamed it or I titled it Silent No More because I want to um, give out what it is that I wish I had have known, so I'm no longer going to be quiet about those things and those secrets that people feel like it's not okay to talk about, because we need to talk about those things, those uncomfortable things, uh, those things that most people are even shying away from speaking on, so um, that's
0: what the title is all about. I love that breakdown, (laughs) and I think it's so important, too, because a lot of times we go through things, and we think that it's just for us. Um, it's either for us to just start accumulating haters, you know, where we say, um, I hear this a lot, you're doing it for the haters, you know, and that the, the, that's a corny rendition of it. But that's what it sums up to where people are um, basically their drive is coming from proving people that didn't believe in them wrong, right? right. Um, and, and I think it's so important that we start shifting our thinking. I don't care about, you know, and I shared this with my daughter recently and it was just an eye opener for me too to, you know, check yourself because I don't care about proving a hater or someone, a toxic former relationship or a toxic friendship. If you hate me, I don't have the time to prove anything to you. I'm trying to prove my supporters right. I'm trying to show up every single day so big that the people who have my back, the people who are encouraging me, the people who are taking time out to support what I'm doing and pray for me and check on me that I am proving them right, that I'm not using their time, their energy and their care and gain. And I think, um, and, and that's what I feel like you've done. When you shift that thinking from worrying about who's not there for you, and you start worrying about showing up for the people who, one, need you, and then the people who are there for you, so much more can happen. So I, I love that you show up to empower, encourage, and lead you know, insights for those that uh, connect with you in your book and your songs and your educator hat and all of the things that you're doing. Um, so yes, you have a um I, I love that you talk about ripping off the tape, and I also love if you guys see the book cover when you go to her website she's gonna share you have the tape on your mouth um what would you say like in your thoughts? what's the biggest uh, block that can come our way when we when we stay silent when we need to be speaking up mm-hmm. and, and Things- don't mhm.
1: Being afraid of what other people are going to think of you is the biggest block. Um, That was one of the things that I dealt with. It took me um, a year and some change, a year and a half, almost two years to write the book because I was afraid of what other people were going to think of me and what they were going to say and how they were going to feel if people were going to be offended by what I wrote in the book and, you know, because I'm talking about my childhood, things uh, you know, my mom, my, my dad, my grandmother um, and it's talking about things that happened in my marriage. There are several stories that, you know, have happened um, even in my marriage and that is honestly one of the biggest parts of the book is um, that part of my life outside of, you know, me going to school and going, being a single mom and all that but I was afraid of the backlash that I would receive um, from speaking out from telling my truth. And I think that that's one of the biggest things that will keep the tape on people's mouth is that I'm, I'm afraid of the backlash and I would rather not deal with the backlash because sometimes the backlash can be more than the actual um, situation itself. And sometimes people cannot handle that situation. And that's what I was, I was gonna kind of reiterate earlier was a lot of times you can have two people and they can go through the same exact situation and they will come out differently based on their perception, based on their foundation, based on how they decide to um, use that their situation either as a stepping stone or whether or not they're going to allow it to bury them. So that one um, thing for me is what helped me to decide to rip off the tape is I wanted to make sure that when I out of my situation, I was a victor and not a victim and that I was able to encourage other people to also rip off their tape and be able to, without shame, without um, you know, embarrassment, because of course I was embarrassed when the situation happened and I always tell people, if you didn't want anybody to know about it, then you shouldn't have did it, because more than likely, you was somebody there when you did it anyway. So if you didn't want anybody to know, then you shouldn't have did it. But the way I'm, I'm going to operate is I'm going to um, i'm gonna tell my truth and i'm gonna tell what it is and hopefully it doesn't offend you but it is what it is so rip off the tape y'all <laughs> Yes,
0: <Yeah. laughs> and you know and, and sometimes just speaking that truth you just never know who it's going to help um by not staying silent i i remember doing an event it was uh, in the mall and we were uh just basically a back-to-school bash helping children get uniforms and things so I'm thinking I'm just going to talk about this event and so this journalist approached me and he was talking in quotations off the record however everything that I shared with him as to why I was so passionate about the nonprofit that I had chosen um he ended up running it front page what I say, Front page in the newspaper everything that I hadn't told a single soul and I was- No, how could you? I thought it was off the record. And it had been sensitive things, like, to your point, about, like, my marriage and why I had left, you know, or not necessarily left. It's a long story. But anyway, um, (laughs) But (laughs) what I found, though, was that once that article ran, several women reached out to me, and it gave them a voice. Um, So, you know, initially it was embarrassing, but then at the same time, You never know how your silence is going to really have a trickle-down effect for others.
1: And it has. I've had Mm -hmm. several women to, like you said, inbox me, contact me, and tell me, like, that I had someone even go to the extreme, too. Like, it had me really reevaluating how I treated my husband, um, how I even spoke to my child, how I acknowledged her, and how I had to learn how to be respectful of my child, I always tell people that respect is earned and learned, so you have to teach your children how to respect you and respect others by giving them respect, you can't expect them to respect you just because off GP, you know, everybody wants to throw that, you know, um, honor your mother and your father and the Lord, but this is right, blah, 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 But then further up in that scripture, the scripture also says, "Children, uh, parents, provoke not your children to wrath. So, like, you handle your part of the scripture, and I handle mine. And you work on your part of the scripture, and I handle <laughs> my part of the scripture. And we'll be just fine because we're doing what our individual roles are required for us to do. But I always try to teach my children how to be respectful by me being, even as a mother, acknowledging that it's okay for me to apologize to my 7-year-old because if I did something wrong, I need to apologize for that, and it's okay. So she was just saying, like, certain things from the book really encouraged her to really evaluate her life and how she was handling her situation, how she was, you know, talking to her husband and how she wasn't communicating properly. She said, girl, you literally ripped all my clothes off, put (laughs) hot water on me, and put me in 30-degree weather and said, get your whole life. Like, it's your whole life. And that was how she, you know, expressed how um, it really just ripped her all to shreds. like. You know, and I've had, like I said, several inboxes and, and good reviews on what they've read so far because it really makes them um, look at themselves because that's the a par- a purpose of the entire book. Honestly, I tell people all the time when you go to any self-help books, when you go to any marriage help books, the marriage help books, self-help books, it all deals with you as an individual. It doesn't deal with anybody else. I said I haven't gotten one relationship marriage book yet that doesn't deal with me as an individual, because you have to own you. You have to uh, con- work on that one thing that you can control, and the only thing that you can control, and focus on that one thing that you can control, which is you. And so I thus came out with um, what I call I Factor, um, one through six. So that's I mean that's mainly how things come about. You're right; it just allows you to give other people and individuals a voice, and they're able to. Um, use it and apply it and give it back to you and say, like, this is the best thing that you could have ever done is to speak out about your story because I'm going through the same exact thing that you're going through and you're helping me to get through. And every time you speak out about your story, every time you open your mouth, every time you encourage somebody else, guess what? You're healing. You're healing in that time. You're healing, and you're and you're getting what you need because a lot of times when you're talking, um, it's just like in counseling. You know, when you pay for the counseling, there you're paying them to fix your own problems, basically. Because when you're talking, you're figuring mm-hmm. that out yourself. And so every time you talk, and every time you you pour into somebody else, you're you're having an aha moment even for yourself. Like, dang, like I need to start listening to my own advice, man. This, that was good. You know, right? So, <laughs>
0: So, yes. you know,
1: it just allows, like I said, for not only for the people who are listening or reading and reading and encountering you to get what they need, but it also allows you to feel what you need as well.
0: Yeah. So, basically, what I'm hearing is if you are writing a book right now, if you're listening and writing a book, if you are not snatching the whole life of your readers and <laughs> able to go back and reread the book, I, I dare you to hit reset on that document. <laughs> and pour out some real real stuff i love that um (laughs) yes so this is my next question for you because i know um for one i know people are dying to see the resemblance (laughs) that you have with kelly clarkson as well as um learning more about this i factor silent no more and all the things that you're doing so what's the best way that our listeners can get connected with you support what you're doing and you know join up with you across social media
1: well, all my social media is Tasha Nicole. That is T A I S H A N I C H O L E. That is Tasha Nicole um, on both Instagram and on Facebook. And also, that website is www.tasha.com nicole.com and everything you can um, get from there whether or not you're interested in the women's conference whether or not you're interested in music um, booking me to be your makeover coach um, even some of the of the uh, brand apparel is on there they I have a broken to glow t-shirt which is on there as well um, and some other things you can get the earrings the t-shirt the handbag whatever it is the cup. All of that apparel and all that stuff is on the website again that is at Tasha nicole.com t-a-i-s-h-a-n-i-c-h-o-l-e
0: spoken like a true boss i love it so thank you Tasha, for taking time to be on the show today and share all the goodies that you have going on thank you for
1: having me it was an honor and pleasure be able to share with you the truth. I appreciate the, the platform and the opportunity to even talk with you and share my story. I appreciate you so much. Thank you.
0: Yes. Well, for those of you who are inspired, moved by what you heard today, if you have a message, you have a vision, and you're ready to start getting your message out in the hands of those who need it most, you should not hesitate. You need to be a part of the Amplify Her movement, whether you are getting started in our Leaders Lounge or all the way up to stepping on stage and touring with us. As a speaker, I'm so ready to get you connected to this movement, to turn your message into a movement. And you can do that by getting started in our lounge at amplifyherlounge.com to set up your free Leaders Lounge account. But that's our show for today. I know you guys got some takeaways, some good notes, so start taking action on those things today. If something resonated with you, I want to hear your aha moments. So post those wherever you're listening at in the comment section so that we can hear from you. And if this encouraged you, tag a trailblazer, Tell a friend. I have a whole lot of homework for y'all, right? Tag someone, share it, go to this website. And if you want to stay connected with me, you can do so across social media at Erica Empowers. Go out and make today amazing because it is absolutely a choice. I dare you to soar. If you're ready to step out, I'm telling you can transform your life in 21 days by taking the 21-day Focus Fast. And you can get that at thefocusfast.com. For more inspiration, visit us online at ericalatrice.com.